This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Unscrewed. The show that knows that real liberation includes sexual liberation. I am your host, Jacqueline Friedman, and welcome to a brand new Spare Parts episode of Unscrewed, where we bring you a little of this and a little of that and get you in and out in 15 minutes or less. Hello, lovely Unscrewed Nation. It has been too long. I left you for longer than I meant to. I'm very sorry, but I got to tell you, the book tour for Unscrewed took it all out of me. Uh, which is not to say that it wasn't amazing because it was so fantastic. And one of the highlights was meeting so many of you. At nearly every stop, I met at least one person who said they listened to the podcast. And I just loved getting to meet you all. I get to like picture some of your faces right now while I'm talking to you from my bedroom closet. So <laughs> that makes us maybe, it makes me feel less alone. Hopefully it makes you feel a little less alone too. How have you been doing on uh, our little hiatus I am okay. I, again, sort of still basking in the glow from Tor. But on the other hand, you know, I have been struggling also with the constant news about sexual violence and intimate partner violence in the halls of power and in the corridors that nobody pays attention to also. And I'm just feeling sometimes kind of triggered and ground down by the way everything's getting talked about um, and feeling like I'm shouting and shouting and shouting and not enough people are listening. So, you know, it's been up and down and I can only imagine you all are having similar slash related experiences. I hope everyone is making space for self-care and for community care too, right? Taking care of each other, mutual care, not just individualistic care. And I don't just mean like many petties and yoga, although if that makes you feel rejuvenated, you should do those things. I visited my folks and while I was there, my mom treated me to a manicure and it was really lovely getting to hang out with her and getting to be like a little pampered. But self-care can be just as simple as like making sure you're drinking enough water, taking your meds if you take meds, getting a little physical movement in your life. Oof, I'm struggling with that right now. 
it always makes me feel so much better. And yet I still am so stubborn about doing it. So I just want to encourage you all. It's just rough out there right now in so many ways. Uh, and I hope you're being gentle with yourself and with the people in your communities. I also hope you're being gentle with yourself around Valentine's Day, which is tomorrow. If you have love in your life that you feel like celebrating either today for Valentine's Day or tomorrow on Valentine's Day, I say go for it. But if you're feeling left out or alienated or like the way you love doesn't you don't see it anywhere in all of the Valentine's and Galentine celebrations. Uh, you are not alone. <laughs> I hear from lots of people every year at Unscrewed Nation who feel really alienated and hurt or pissed off about Valentine's Day. So for you, I just want to say it's just a day people made up. Uh, <laughs> and you can opt out of it. And that doesn't mean there's anything wrong with you do yourself a favor and be as loving to yourself as you can and if that means fuck valentine's day then fuck valentine's day speaking of fucking there has been a lot in the news recently about porn the new york times did this long form piece about a week ago about porn literacy education that was weird it was dramatically uneven it was shitty in parts and in some parts asked important questions it was it was patchy as hell. And then Ross Douchehat, also of the New York Times, used that piece as a platform from which to call for the banning of porn, which I'm sure we have discussed a million times on this show. But for folks who are tuning in for the first time, banning porn is a terrible idea. First of all, what is porn? Nobody can agree. Uh, and then it winds up getting defined by the people in power who are not the people who need control over the term. And what that means is in, t in times when porn has been banned, mostly what gets banned is like queer stuff and feminist stuff. Uh, so we know that porn bans are not the way to go. Um, I think that we're going to do a whole show about porn literacy and kind of the conversation that I wish that New York Times article had had uh, sometime very soon possibly even next week for the first full episode back from hiatus um so that's all i'm gonna say about that for now but i would love to hear your questions and thoughts about porn uh in general and also sort of porn and public health uh as a question because I, I think we're gonna be getting into that pretty soon this season what else should we talk about for this season? I'm just starting to book interviews. Uh, I certainly have some exciting ideas, but want to hear from you about what you would love to hear me do a deep dive with somebody smart about having to do with the sexual culture and how we unscrew it sometime between now and June-ish. Hit me up. Unscrewed at JacquelineFreeman.com is how you reach me by email. And I'm at Jacqueline F, J-A-C-L-Y-N-F, as in Friedman, on Twitter. Both are great ways to reach me. Um, if you're tweeting at me on Twitter about show ideas, you should use the hashtag Unscrewed so other people can see your awesome ideas and join in the conversation. Speaking of joining in the conversation, I do have a listener advice question 
full disclosure, I have a few of them backlogged and I meant to get to them in December before I went on hiatus, but I just kind of fell over when I got home from tour and I didn't. So if you've been waiting on an advice question, I'm really sorry and we're going to try and get to it really soon. Um, So here's one from listener LS who wrote a very lovely email about how much the show has meant to her. Um, I think LS is a her. LS, I apologize if I'm getting your pronoun wrong. But then she also wanted to ask a little advice question, which goes like this. I wanted to ask your advice about connecting to more feminist progressive people in my social and romantic life. It's been kind of tough. Despite my lefty politics, my interests and lifestyle and sexual preference tend to be fairly mainstream. So those are the social circles I end up in. I wish I was gay or kinky or into roller derby or punk rock because I feel like there are more people in those communities who share my values. But it's just not the cloth I'm cut from. Any tips on how to meet more cool, rad feminist people that don't involve faking an interest in dumpster diving or polyamory? One thought is I'm interested in activism, but not too sure how to get started. It seems like you already need to know people to go to a rally or start a project with. Thanks again for your show and for any advice you might like to throw my way. LS. LS! Uh, I'm sorry it's been tough. I think it's tough out there for everybody. So I know that doesn't solve your problem, but I just want you to know it's not you. Just a couple of ideas off the top of my head. One, if you feel like you don't know how to get into activism, I'm going to do a shameless plug and tell you to go listen to the episode called Resistance is a Stage, which is all about how you get involved in doing social change work if you don't know where to start. Uh, with the fa- and it has, features the fantastic Pamela Merritt from Repro Action. So go listen. Um, but that's not exactly your question. Your question is actually like how do you find people to belong to that's what i hear when you say you wish you were into roller derby or polyamory or kink or whatever is that you feel like there was some subgroup that was yours so that you would know where your people were so one thing that you can do very easily if you want to go the political route is volunteer to get people elected i don't know where you live so it's hard for me to give you specific guidance but i'll tell you one thing that I've been doing here in Blue, Massachusetts, is participating in a project called Sister District. So Sister District is a project that uh, pairs folks in dark blue places with flippable districts elsewhere in the country. So most recently, I was making phone calls to a district in Florida where a congressional seat is up for grabs in a special election. It's a great place to go. You make phone calls or write postcards or do various other things. There's been fundraisers and things. You can plug in how you want. And you get to meet rad other folks. You'll probably find mostly women there. So if you're looking for men to date, uh, that's not where you're going to find them. But you might connect with a friend group that knows other people. But if you don't want to do sister district or, you know, if you're in district that needs your help directly, you can volunteer directly for candidates for local elections they always need and value your help and that is a great way to meet people who share your values the other thing i would say is like just go do what you're interested in and flag your values right wear feminist t-shirts or pins or whatever and so if you join a movie club or a book club or um you know a cooking class or what have you and you flag your interests then people will come chat with you about them so you'll have that cooking class interest in common and you'll also be sort of letting people know where your politics are at and you'll sort of they'll be like hey i like your shirt (laughs) 
Um, so flagging can be a great way to find your people out in the wide world as well. I super enjoy it. Don't underestimate the dating apps, too, for dating. You know, I know it's super old fashioned at this point, but I met my partner on OkCupid. And the nice thing about OkCupid, I know some people hate this now because I am old, whatever. But (laughs) um, the nice thing about OkCupid is you can write stuff about what you believe in and you can get a sense of the other person. It's not just based on looks. And so that might be a route to go also in terms of finding people to date. You can also just volunteer for a cause you believe in. You know, it doesn't have to be an elected official. You could volunteer at a shelter or at the suicide hotline or, you know, at an animal rescue. And you'll and you can also do that flagging for other issues at the same time. And you'll find your people there, too. Uh, I don't know if you listen to the podcast Call Your Girlfriend, but they just did a, a whole show about when you're new in a city. And I don't know if you're new in a city, but it, it, it's got great advice about sort of breaking through isolation in a place where you don't feel properly connected. So that's another thing I would do is go listen to that Call Your Girlfriend episode. It's called something like You Knew Around Here or something like that. Uh, it's got new in the title and it's really recent. I just listened to it. Um, so good luck out there and let us know how it goes. And as for you, the rest of Unscrewed Nation, let me know what you need help with in terms of sex and sexuality advice questions. And hopefully me and a, and a guest will help you out sometime this season. Okay, before I let you go for this first quickie sewed back, I want to let you know I've got more live events coming up. I did not feel satisfied with all the cities I got to on the official tour, so we are extending it. So, for example, I heard from fans in Portland, Maine and Seattle that you wanted me to come do events there, and I couldn't make it happen in November, December, but I'm making it happen now. I'll be in Portland, Maine uh, this Thursday, uh, February 15th at Space Gallery. Uh, I think the event is at 630. You can find all this info at JacquelineFriedman.com and click over to events. Um, That'll be amazing. And I'll be in conversation with uh, Ryan Tardif from Maine Boys to Men, which I profiled in Unscrewed the Book. Uh, So that'll be a really rad conversation. And I'm also kind of secretly pleased because now I can say that my tour went from Portland to Portland. And I don't know why that amuses me. Maybe just because I'm corny as fuck. And then... This upcoming Sunday, February 18th, I'm going to be in Cambridge, Mass., at Harvard's Humanist Hub, giving a talk about unscrewing the sexual culture from a humanist perspective. So if you're in the Boston area, come say hi and hang out with me there. It's at one o'clock this Sunday. And then later this month, February 27th, I'm doing this amazing quadruple bill in Tacoma, Washington with Gioma Alou, uh, whose new book out is called So You Want to Talk About Race, and Sonia Renee Taylor, whose book is The Body is Not an Apology, and Leah Lakshmi I feel like I'm probably butchering that and I'm very sorry. Whose new book is Dirty River. So the four of us will all be on stage together in conversation about writing books that are trying to inspire people to action and social justice. Uh, It's going to be amazing. These women are phenomenal and I'm so excited to be sharing a stage and a conversation with them. And it's all produced by and for Planned Parenthood. So even better. Uh, So that's February 27th in Tacoma at the Rialto Theater. And again, the information 
information is all at my website, JacquelineFriedman.com. I've got a bunch of other stuff on the schedule in March, April, and May in New Jersey and New York and Dallas, Texas, and I forget if there's other places. So check the calendar. And if I'm not coming soon to a place near you and you want me to be, hit me up. That is how some of these events come to be. I love, love traveling and talking about how we unscrew the sexual culture together. That is it for this episode. I'm so glad to be back and I'll have a full brand new episode of Unscrewed in your ear holes next week. Until then, just make sure you're subscribed. Tell your friends to subscribe. You can subscribe in Apple Podcasts and Stitcher and Acast. Once you're in there, give us five stars. Give us a review. You know it helps. And by the way, if you have read the book Unscrewed, whether or not you bought it from Amazon, if you could go in there and give me a five-star review, you just have to write one or two words. It actually really makes a difference in terms of how the book shows up in search results and who else gets to find the book. So that's an amazing thing you can do for me also. Thank you. This show is produced and edited by yours truly, Jacqueline Friedman. Our in-and-out music is by The Pink Tiles, and our cover art is by the amazing Nicole Dodonna. Until next week, I am wishing you all safe and happy sex lives. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at uh1.com.